0: All right, so if you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to Matthew chapter fourteen, Matthew chapter fourteen, and uh, we're gonna start here in verse twenty-two. Now, if you remember last time that we were together, we talked about giving your all to Jesus. We talked about how, we talked about how this boy gave gave his whole lunch to Jesus and Jesus took it and multiplied it and the disciples fed the 5,000 the multitude Okay, and so we talked about how when you when um, that Jesus doesn't just want a part of you he does not want a quarter of you he wants your whole heart he wants your whole life and so we talked a little bit about last time how he wants you you need to give your all to Jesus and when you give your whole life to Jesus you would be you will be amazed and astonished at what God can do when he has your life your whole life and not just part of your life but your whole life you'd be astonished at what he can do okay now this week we're going to be getting into how Peter is walking on water I'm going to be taking a look at some things with salvation and faith, and so this is what we're, we're going to pick up here in verse 22. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him on to the other side, while he set, sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went on to them, walking on the, on, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come on to onto thee on the water. And he said, Come, and when Peter was come down out of the ship he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he was when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink he cried saying, Lord save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand, and caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying of a truth, Thou art the Son of God. And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about, and brought unto him all that were diseased, and besought him, that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Now, I read this whole thing to you. Okay, but that doesn't mean that we're done. Because there's things I want to get into here to this evening that really I think... Hopefully, will be an encouragement to you. Hopefully, that you'll be able to take this and and be blessed by it and share it with others as the Spirit leads. I hope that you guys will be you guys will uh, be able to take something from this and be able to pass it on to others. Okay. Now we see here that Peter. Had asked the Lord if it was him for him to come, to come onto the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So let's just, let's just like just take it from the top here. Okay. Let's, let's get something straight. Jesus says that without me, ye can do nothing. Okay, without me, you can do nothing. So don't be trying to go walk on water thinking that you can do something when you're not in Christ because you'll fail. Okay, you will fail before you even start. Now, so let's just get that straight. Okay, without Christ, you can do nothing. Now it was because of Christ and the fact that Christ called out to Peter, Peter got out and started to walk on the water. Okay, he started to walk out on the water. Now let's 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 think about this for a second. Okay. Peter said if it was him for him to call out to him. Okay? now how many? Now there might be some times some things in our lives. there's some times in our lives where Jesus may Jesus may call us to do something, okay, but we're still unsure. So what do we so what do we what do we do and what should we do? we we go before him in prayer and we ask him Lord is if is is this what you want is this your will okay and sometimes okay we whatever Jesus may call you into and you know that he's calling you into something sometimes you just need to step out in faith and do what Christ has called you to do. Now, um, last Sunday, I preached a message entitled, Be a Watchman. And in that message, I talk about what being a watchman consists of. Consists of, of witnessing to the lost as well as correcting the righteous and warning the righteous whenever he may be doing something wrong. Okay? Now, why do I mention that? Well, I mention that because when we become so when we when we warn people, okay, when we have to go speaking, when we go preaching or speaking to the lost, if Jesus says, and, and well, in that message, okay, before I get to my point, so in that message I had talked about that there was an instance where I had failed two opportunities to witness to somebody because of the fear of man. Okay? Now, here's why I say this. If Jesus tells you to do something, if he tells you to go witness to someone or he gives you an opportunity to witness to someone if he gives you an opportunity to pass out a track to to tell someone about him or whatever it might be whatever jesus says or whatever he leads you to do we ought to step out in faith okay now when you don't do something because, in my instance, because of the fear of man, you're not stepping out in faith. Why? Because whatever because whatever is not of faith is sin. So when you have the fear of man, you're not stepping out in faith. You are sinning. You you are sinning by having a fear of man. Okay? And so anything that we do for Christ, whether it be evangelism, whether it be street preaching, passing out tracts, preaching, going somewhere to preach, doing telling what God wants you to say, we all need to step out in faith. We ought not to hesitate. Jesus called Peter to come to him. And you know what did? You know what? Peter had faith. He got out of the boat and started walking on water. So whatever the Lord calls you to do, do it in faith. Don't do don't do any don't you don't You don't ignore it or not do it because of of sin. You step out in faith. You might say, well, Brandon, talking to so-and-so is really hard. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that talking to someone is hard about Christ. Why? Because it's that fear of man that creeps up. But Jesus wants you to step out in faith. Will you trust him? Will you step out in faith? Will you do what he tells you to? Because when you step out in faith and when you step out to do something that you're not comfortable with, God will give you the words to speak. God will give you the tools to talk to somebody. Amen? He'll talk. He'll give you that stuff to talk to somebody about Jesus, to talk to someone about Christ. God will provide he he will give you the grace and strength to to talk to him I'll even take it a step further he'll make it easy for you to talk to him Amen Um You know, it's kind of like what comes to mind when I say that is is Moses. Okay, God called Moses. Now, what was Moses' excuse? Okay, Exodus chapter 4, verse 10, it says, And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. You see, Moses used the excuse that he could not speak well. but yet you find out that God used him in a mighty way. You find out that God used him in a mighty way. So and so I just wanted to say to you tonight, whatever God may be asking you to do, will you step out in faith? If God, tell, if God has us do something, will we be able to step out in faith? Just like Peter. Will we be able to step out in faith? I'm putting myself in here too. Because I'm just like you. Just because I'm sitting behind a screen, preaching and teaching does not make me better than you. I have my faults, I have my downfalls, I have my failures. I have my moments where I don't honor and obey God as I should. And I'm just being very real with you, but will we be able to to see God's grace to get us through to to step out in faith? So I just want to encourage whatever God may be calling you or asking you to do, just step out in faith. Peter had faith and he stepped out onto the water. Now it says here in verse, uh, so verse 29 says, and he said, come. And when Peter was come out down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Now, we all, have our, we, we all have a weakness because we have a flesh. And we have times where we do step out, but we chicken out at the last moment. Or we step out and like, oh, we want to go back into the boat because it's discomforting. Or we step out thinking, yeah, we'll do it. And all of a sudden, we see all these things coming down. And, the, and, and it brings discouragement in your mind. Peter knows how you feel. You know why? Because when Peter stepped out. When he took, his, he took his eyes off of Jesus and he focused him on his circumstance. And the moment that he did that, he began to sink. He began to sink. Now, we're going through some really tough times right now. All of us. I'm going through some tough times. We're all going through some tough times right now because of what's going on in our nation. Now, I do want to say, what we're going through as a nation, we deserve a lot worse than this. And yet, we are getting what we deserve. And soon, we will, this nation will be this nation will be under cruel authority. It will be. Because this nation, and as God's people, we have chosen to not repent of our sin, and we have chosen to let this stuff go unchecked. And because of that... we are getting what we deserve as a nation and we will be getting a lot more than we deserve. Now, let me just say something to you guys, okay? All of you guys that say, we need to fight for our freedoms, we need to do this and we need to do that. Respectfully, I'm going to disagree with you. Respectfully, I'm going to disagree with you. And here's why. If you really want freedom, if you really want freedom, then let then let God take away the rights. If you really want freedom, let God take away America's rights. Okay. Now you might say, well, Brandon, that's really screwed up. Why would you say something like that? Because let me tell you something. Right now, with all the freedoms that we have, no one is wanting to stand up and serve God. Very few people are actually willing to stand up and say, I'll serve God. But you got a lot of people that are backsliding, that are rebellious, that are too comfortable with the freedoms, and because of the comfort level of those freedoms, no one is ste- not a lot of people are stepping out in faith and serving God. Okay, so if you want freedom. Let God take away the freedoms of this nation. Why? Because it's going to cause discomfort. And when, it, and when discomfort comes, you'll draw near to God. And when you draw near to God, God will give you the grace and he'll give you the power to stand up and preach boldly, to preach in his name, to preach the gospel of his dear son, Jesus Christ, to the world. You know, it's typically typically when you have persecution, that's usually when the gospel will spread. Okay. Now in the days in the days of Babylon when when um Babylon was going to take Israel captive. Okay. The prophet said, if you want to live, then you go into captivity. Now, all of you that are listening to this, you're going to say, Brandon, you're nuts. You're crazy. You don't know what in the world you're talking about. Can I tell you something? When Israel was taken captive... Let me tell you something. Those that were in captivity did not stop serving God. Mm -mm, They didn't stop. As a matter of fact, go read the book of Daniel. Daniel was one of the captives in Babylon. And do you want to know something? Daniel served God mightily in his captivity. So guess what? The prophets were right. If you want to live, you need to go into captivity. So I'm going to say this again. If you want to be free, let God take away the rights. Because when God takes away America's rights, it will cause you to draw near to God. And it's going to cause you to draw near and close to him. It's going to want – you're going to have that desire – To want to be obedient and to serve Him through through trial through through those types of trials. So if you want to be free, then let God take away let God take away the rights of this nation and don't fight Him on it. Do not fight God because if you want to try to gain your freedoms back and you. And God's taking them away. You are fighting against God. And if you fight against God, you'll lose. You want to remain free? You want to serve God? Let God take away the rights. Let God judge this nation. Because through, I, th- you know what I think? Maybe I can be wrong. But through judgment, I think there will be people that will come back and actually want to serve him. Do you know why? Because there is nowhere else to go but to the Lord. Amen. Um with me to John chapter 6. John chapter 6, verse 66. Starting in 66, sorry. From that time, many of his his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. You know, I think that in trials and tribulations, true born-again Christians that want to serve the Lord, but you they have hindrances that are hindering them, I think it would be those in those trials and tribulations, it will cause them to come back. And when they come back, They'll know that Jesus, they know that their master, our Lord Jesus Christ, has the words of eternal life. Therefore, there is nowhere else to go but to him. You see, America has gotten so, so comfortable in our rights and our freedoms... The question I have is who's stepping out in faith? who during these times of our freedoms and liberties has anyone ever stepped out in faith to witness to somebody? If Jesus told if Jesus called you to do something, have you stepped out in faith or have you just been become too comfortable in your rights and freedoms that you say now nah, we'll just do it some other day. Listen, I'm just as guilty as anyone else. And I understand that times are hard, and I don't want to downplay this, and I'm not trying to beat anyone over the head. Listen, if you're going through a rough time, I feel for you. I do. But I'm not the answer. I'll tell you who the answer is. That's Christ. Christ. If you're going through a rough time and you need help, go to Christ, seek him. Because Jesus Christ has the words of eternal life. He will help you through your darkest hour. You don't need the government to watch you. You don't need you don't need Facebook to babysit you. You don't need any of that. What you need is Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the only one that has the power to get, to get through to get you through things when you can't get through it yourself. And by the way, if there's anybody that knows precisely what you're going through, it's Jesus Christ. You know why? Because Jesus Christ was in all points tempted, but without sin. So I just want to encourage you today. For all those who are watching, I want to encourage you. Please, I I know things are tough, but let us all step out in faith and focus our eyes on Jesus. Now I will tell you that when you step out in faith and when you go to Jesus, but you see all these things going on and the you know, if Jesus if Jesus if you step out in faith and you walk towards Jesus during this time, but all of a sudden you hear all these bad things coming against you, and all these trials and tribulations coming against you and, and all the problems that America has. If you focus on those problems and you take your eyes off Christ, you will sink. You will sink. When we step out in faith, we need to keep our eyes on Christ. The moment that we take our eyes off Christ and focus on what's going on in in this world, in this nation, focusing on Fox News or CNN or any of these news outlets, when we... Take our eyes off Christ and focus on the the wrong things, we will sink. And we will feel like there is a heavy burden on us. But go to Jesus and he'll give you rest. And he'll give you rest for your souls. When Peter took his eyes off Jesus, he began to sink. And can I say something here? Peter said a very simple prayer. A very simple three-worded prayer. Peter cried out and said, Lord, save me. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved can I tell you something that right there is the simplicity of salvation through Christ you don't need to listen if you're lost today and you know you are a sinner on your way to hell and you want to get to if you want you you want to be saved listen you don't need me saying a prayer and you repeating after me you don't need to be saying some fancy religious you know Hail Mary and all this other trash. You don't need any of that. All you need is, Lord, save me. Please forgive me for I am a sinner. That's all you need. is. But most importantly, you need to believe in your heart. That Jesus Christ is who he says he is. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, you'll be saved. If the Holy Ghost is convicting you and you get down and you say, Lord, save me. I need, I, 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 I save me, Lord. Please forgive me, Lord, of my sins, but please save me. I am a, I am a, I am a lost sinner on a way, to, on, on my way to hell. Please save me. Listen, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is who he says he is, and you cry out to God, you cry out to Jesus Christ, the Savior of your soul, you ask you ask him to save you, he'll save you. He'll save you. But Peter said, Lord, save me. Verse 31. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou little faith, whereof didst thou doubt? You want to know something? Jesus, when Peter doubted, Jesus didn't slap him in the head and say, well, why in the world did you doubt? You should be ashamed of yourself, Peter. He didn't say that. Jesus, came, Jesus went down and reached Peter up and asked him why did you doubt you know why Peter doubted because he took his eyes off Christ and focused it on his circumstance when you are when you're a born-again believer when you serve God when you want to do anything you can for God on this earth, Okay, When you want to do everything you can to serve God, the things that are going on in this nation can be a discouragement. But don't let it be a discouragement. You walk out in faith. You step out in faith. You keep focus on Jesus Christ. You keep your focus on Christ. See, listen. All these circumstances... These circumstances, listen, God knows the circumstances, He knows what you're going through. But just like Peter. God will test your faith. He'll test your faith. You might say, well, why is God allowing me to go through this? He's he's allowing you to go through it to test your faith. Why? Because God is going to prove whether you really love him or not. God allows these things for you to go through. Why? To strengthen your faith in him. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to see it. It's hard to comprehend that. It's hard. It just is. It's hard for me. I have a hard time. I Anytime something happens to me, I just want to moan and groan and just sit in a fetal position and suck my thumb. Saying, Lord, Why? I say that not to belittle myself, but I say that to show you that I am just like you. I have a flesh. I have a very sinful flesh. And I need the Lord's help. And I will tell you that if I need the Lord's help, you also need the Lord's help. And so I just want to encourage you That regardless of what's going on in this nation, regardless of what your financial needs are, regardless of anything that you may be going through, still serve God. Still serve God. Why? Because in time, God will provide for you. It may be right away. It may not even be right away. It might be just a little bit down the road. We don't know. But if there is one thing that I do know, it's that God takes care of his kids. And he will make sure that his kids are fed, they have clothes, all the things that they need. God will take care of you. You may not see it right away, but God loves you enough to take care of you. He loves you enough to where he will chasten you when you fall short in sin. Why? So that you can remember that chastening. And so the next time you feel like you want to do something sinful, you'll remember that chastening. And you're like, no, don't want to do that again. Mm -mm. Let me tell you something. Even though Peter doubted, Jesus... Was there to help him up. So I just want to use that as encouragement. If you are in a time of doubt. And you just. You just struggling with doubt. You're struggling with depression. You're struggling with all sorts of things. Jesus is right there. To pick you up. Amen. Jesus says I will never leave thee. Nor forsake thee. And I'm going to tell you something. Jesus did not leave Peter. Peter denied him three times. And he wept bitterly. And you want to know something? On the day of Pentecost, God used him. And by a message that he preached, he won 3,000 souls. To Christ. Led 3,000 souls to Christ. Because of a message that he preached. Amen. So. No matter what you may be going through. I want to I encourage you to step out in faith. And when you step out in faith. I want to encourage you to focus your eyes on Christ. Don't worry about the circumstances. Don't worry about what this nation is going through. You just keep your eyes on Christ. And like I said last week, give your whole heart to Christ. Give your all to Christ. Because when you give all, when you give all, you'll be amazed what God will do. Amen. So please, I just want to encourage you and beseech you and exhort you That if you've already stepped out in faith, you just keep your eyes on Christ, you keep trucking along. If you fall, you just ask him to get, you just, Lord, save me. Help me up, Lord. He'll help you. Amen. And so I just, I just want to say this is that, I want to say this in closing, that no matter how wicked or evil that you think you might be, Christ will forgive you if you ask him Amen Saul who became Paul was a murderer and as a religious zealot persecuted the church But can I tell you something God got a hold of him and brother Paul became a very very I mean He became, I mean, a a vessel for honor. God used him in a mighty way. He did. God used him in a mighty way. So just think about that. Think about that. Amen?